Welcome to Tarled Wildly from the Wildly Tara podcast. Today on the Fool's Journey, we're meeting the High Priestess. Yeah, we Yay! are. Yay! I love the High Priestess. What about Me you, Holly? Too. What are you thinking? I love the High Priestess. So much. She's a badass. She's such a badass. And I also feel like probably anyone who does tarot really likes it when she pops up because it's kind of like a hug. <laughs> yeah. It's like a nice emotional hug from your intuition. Yeah, exactly. And so to me, she's all about intuition and like a sense of knowing and mm-hmm. access to, you know, information, like divine sort of spiritual information. Yeah. Um, but she differs to me from the Hierophant because she's not holding on to that for herself and doling it out. It's something that feels more freely given. Like she's a conduit almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more personal when you get her compared to when you get other, like the Hermit or with the Hierophant. Those are deeper knowledge cards. But with her, it's like a more internal knowledge. Like, But secret things where you're delving into the depth of yourself and yeah. gaining that knowledge. So yeah. she she's always like about that intuition and knowing not only yourself, but knowing the external influences that are going on in the spiritual realm. Right. And like just greater knowledge. And I like that she's also kind of, I mean, as much as a card can be gendered, it's like this sort of feminine knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, like she's kind of what I would want the moon to be because I have a yeah. relationship with the moon that I really love. So it's like kind of a there's a little bit of darkness, but it's more about like peace than mm-hmm. unknown. And it's more about knowledge than unknown. And so I just think that it's like such a good balance of a lot of different cards to make it sort of a card that every single time I see it, I'm like, oh, she's here. (laughs) And I love how she's all about helping people or helping the individual find their way and not like leading them to the answer. Like she's not she's not like abrasively like taking you like the chariot would. She's like letting you kind of figure that out yourself and I just love that through like contemplation and learning and all of those quiet things that tarot readers like to do for themselves yeah (laughs) so it's not necessarily popular but are there any negative aspects of the high priestess that you can think of that's coming up in a reading before anything like that like the only time I've ever had it come up in a semi-negative way is when it's telling somebody that they need to do more of that inner work. You know what I mean? Okay. Rather like you're lacking in the contemplation and thoughtfulness Mm -hmm. or I guess alternatively, maybe like holding on to stuff like rather than delving, rather than like digging in deep enough, it's just like sort of bottling up knowledge and experiences, which can be negative. And for me, she's come across like, come across negatively when someone is also being too passive and kind of staying in that knowledge and not like not doing anything with that knowledge. They're just kind of just like stuck there. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like when you're time traveling and you're stuck in the time because you're like, I love Highlander time so much. I don't want to go back home. You know, where it's kind of like, no, it's a little bit toxic here. If you keep staying here, if you don't move beyond. (laughs) Are we talking about Outlander now? Is this an Outlander podcast? (laughs) I am not reading anything about Highlander. You know, I'm just saying I can say Castle Times. I know that's true. But you know that I gave up on Outlander, which is shocking. My most controversial opinion about anything. This is a problematic era. We don't need to stay here. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, so I think it's just that you can get too deep in your mind, too self-reflective, too, you know, too much and not do anything with it. Yeah, not enough action. Yeah. So I feel like she and the magician balance each other out really well, where she's she's the heart and he's the doing. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I always like it when the gender of the person on the, um... 
magician card looks less masculine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel, I don't totally love that the masculine energy is the doing and the feminine energy is the thinking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also really love the high priestess, so I'm never going to be mad when I see her. Even yeah. Though I wish that there was a little bit more action there. But yeah. But I that's what her. the other cards are for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So is it is there a particular thing you love in the high priestess depiction or is it kind of just um, the high priestess in every sort of I love the moon deck. behind her, but that's like not surprising to anyone. I'm such yeah. a moon worshipper. Um so I love the moon and I I don't know. I really like alternate depictions also. Yeah. Like in other decks that I have, I just always think that she's just the coolest. Yeah. So I don't know if the Rider Waite Smith has like something that I particularly love. I mean, we joked mm-hmm. in a previous episode about the BJ. Right. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> yep. It's there. I can't it's there. unsee it. <laughs> it's there. You have to unsee it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- I feel like with the RWS deck, I prefer other decks to the RWS about the high priestess because yeah. she's all covered and, you know, I love the implication of what the high priestess means, but not necessarily what the image is. So yeah. that's why I always appreciate other decks and what their interpretation of the high priestess is, just like the Hierophant. Yeah, exactly. She's one that I that I like to look for. I guess yeah. I do like the, I like the moon at her feet. I like the moon on her hat. I like the pomegranates behind her because I think that that's really lush. Yeah. But there, it's not like I see the Rider-Waite-Smith version. I mean, she's literally wearing a cross. So I don't love that. But in general, I think of her as being so independent from, like, organized religion. Right. Even though High Priestess is literally saying she's attached to a religion. Yeah. Uh, this is something I'm going to need to think more about, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I love her. <laughs> yeah, I do too. She's really, you know, she's really awesome to see in readings and just really encouraging in general. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts awesome. about the High Priestess? Nope. You good? Love her. Okay. Yes, we love her. <laughs> the end. Ooh, yes, we'll see you next time on Tara Wildly from the Wildly Tara podcast. Go out there and Tara Wildly. <laughs> <laughs>